When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Do me a favor and subscribe to the John Comic Court wherever you get your podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, like button, subscribe button. You can find us there. It's part of Empire Media, A M P I R E. It is Wednesday, August 24th, and this is your practice report. So let's get to the good stuff, I guess, for you guys is Logan Thomas. Titan Logan Thomas did some seven-on-seven work today, which is another step in his return to what they hope is four-game action by week one. They still don't know about week one. What my understanding is that if I had to bet, he'd be back by week two at the latest. That's kind of what I think the vibe is. So there's a chance for week one. A week two at the latest. That's a good sign for Washington. But seeing him out there in seven on seven, again, as Ron Rivera called it, another milestone. He, he took a few reps out there. And the nice thing for watching him, and I watched him run routes on the side um, during special teams drills, catching passes from Carson Wentz. Watching him out here, he's doing all sorts of movements. It's not just straight line. There's cuts. I've seen him cut on his left leg, which is the one that he, the ACL that he hurt was, or the tore was in the left knee. So he looks like he's moving pretty well and certainly took another step today. So we'll see where this goes. They have a few weeks before the opener, of course. That's a good step for him. And then along with that, what I did see on a side field was tight end John Bates running more routes than I'd seen him previously and running at a running them looked looked to be closer to full speed and some deep routes as well. So testing his leg, um, which has kept him out for most of training camp. And so, again, a good sign for the tight end group as we get closer to the season. Need to see more of these guys back out there because while Amani Rogers has looked good, Armani is still a, an undrafted rookie who has never played an NFL game, who was making the transition from quarterback. So not an easy one. So you need to get some of those guys back out there. But two good sights for them today. The other part is offensive guard Trey Turner, who has missed most of training camp with a quad injury, was back in uniform today and in his helmet. He did not participate in the team drills or, or anything like that, but he was at least out there. And then he went over to a side field for some more conditioning work, some more sled work, that kind of stuff. But it's the first time that we've actually seen him in a helmet and the uniform since I believe it was the first or second day of training camp. So guys starting to get healthy and they need to because they're running out of time to get this thing going here with some of these injured, with some of these injured guys, especially when you're new as Turner is, and you need to get used to working with a Sam Cosby, working with Chase Rouye. So there you go. As far as Saturday goes, the um, Washington coach, Ron Rivera, said that he was asked about playing the starters. He just said all he would say is very limited. Well, are they going to play? He just said very limited. So we checked on what they did last year. Starters didn't play last year. So I don't know that when he says very limited, is he just talking about who's going to be available or the starters. I have a hard time believing he's going to play the starters in this game. So I think for the clue is you look at what they did last year, and last year those guys did not play. 
there are some things that can still be determined in the game like this. For example, I look at a guy like Shaka Tony, who I do believe made the roster in part because of what he showed in the preseason finale. There was one move, and I think I've told you this before. There was one move he made that when I was looking at going back and look at the game and asking about guys on the bubble, somebody said, go back and watch this one play because very few guys can make that kind of move. That's why he made it last year, but it's something he showed in that preseason finale. But what I want to do now is start to look into what are some of the tough calls as we approach the final 53-man roster cutdown, which takes place next Tuesday. But again, this game can help determine several spots because I know that they are weighing various players. It's not just like always a running back against a running back. It's a running back against an extra receiver or an extra receiver versus an extra defensive back or an extra defensive lineman, et cetera. Most coaches want to balance 25 offense, 25 defense, three specialists. There are times they'll go 24 on one side, 26 on the other, depending on where you want some something stronger or where you just have too many guys that you don't want to get you have enough guys you, you feel can help your team. I think having that 16-man practice squad also helps them because you can bring guys up. To, it's much different in the past. You can keep more guys over there. And if you know, so you almost use it as a if you're if a guy's not going to be active all the time, but you want to keep him, you can always put him on the practice squad if you think he can get through waivers. Anyway, some of the tough calls. Let's go through it. Running back. Do they only keep three or will they keep four? Jarrett Patterson would be that fourth guy. And the one thing for him is you'll see him playing a lot of special teams, can be the up back, can be the kick returner, um, can block as a wingman in punt protection. I don't think that would be what they'd want him to do but it's something that they've worked them out at. And I think, so that's a question there. Will they keep four running backs? Right now, I'm leaning toward three because I think a lot of other spots are going to probably supersede that, but that's something that they're still trying to decide. Offensive line, do you keep nine or 10? And when when you're looking at it, like, is Trey Turner going to be part of that? The fact that he was at least in uniform today suggests that he would. So then it's, so if he's, so that gives him nine, if you look at, Lucas and Leno and Schweitzer and Chris Paul. I, I put Chris Paul on there. I'm assuming he'll make it, but I don't know for sure. Um, Sam Cosme, Wes Schweitzer, Andrew Norwell, Chase Ruye. Those, those are some of the guys that are obviously going to be on there. But to me, if you're going to keep 10, does a guy like Keith Ismail make it? So, and, I, and to be honest, like when you watch him, better on the move, but he has a hard time with guy with power right right at him. And that's where he had some issues against the Chiefs last week. And it's where he had some issues last year. So I think that's something that's going to be worth watching. Do they want to keep the backup center because Tyler Larson is out? Now, if something happened at center and Trey Turner is back, you can always put Wes Schweitzer at center. He did a nice job last year as a third center for this team. So he can go play that. And you could also, or you could put him in there and then put Sadiq Charles at right guard if something happens to Turner. One other thing to watch for on Saturday is they did have Sadiq Charles taking some working on snapping the ball. Saw him do that in practice yesterday and saw him doing it after practice with Sam Howell today. So, but that's a decision. Do you keep nine or 10? Receiver, do you keep six or seven? If you keep seven, the guy to watch there is Alex Erickson. The guys that I would put as a six, obviously McLaurin, Dotson, Curtis Samuel. Deami Brown, Cam Sims, and then Dax Milne. Those guys are going to be on that roster. Dax Milne is the only one. Where, is he sure? I do think he is. He can return kicks for you. He can do punch for you. 
and he also can he also can run routes and they they like him as a route runner. They think he can help them. Erickson is the interesting one because they do like him as a punt returner because they feel like the decision making is good. Um, how much he could help a receiver? Well, it's debatable, but I do I think the fact that he can do that is something that's going to weigh heavily in the decision. But is it enough to get him on the roster? We'll see. But that's the decision that they have to do there. And by the way, my own personal opinion with Cam Sims, now he's in the concussion protocol, so he's not practicing this week. But to me, he has outplayed De'Ami Brown this preseason. And, you know, I, I think if, if I had to pick the top four, he would be fourth after the top three. Um, and also, I think his ability to play special teams. I know De'Ami did that last year, but I, um, I think he can help you. Both of them can help you there. But I think Cam Sims gives you more there. I think that he, he's a little bit, he's more consistent as a receiver as well. Last year, I felt like the same thing in training camp and they used De'Ami Brown because he's got that speed and they want to tap into what they think is some big play potential. But to me, Cam Sims has outplayed him. Defensive line, do you go with nine or 10? Because what one thing that unclogs that number right now is that Chase Young will be on the PUP list. He's not going to count against the 53. I think if you go with nine, then it probably cuts at Shaka Tony. Efio Bada, I would say, would be on there. Um, he's got some versatility. They do think he can clog things up in the middle a little bit and create some little bit of headaches in there. But Shaka Tony, to me, would be the ninth. I think if you're looking at 10, the guy to watch then is William Bradley King. I don't think they necessarily want to expose him to waivers, and they do like him. But I think with Tony, there's a he can help them in special teams as well. I know some people on special teams who really like what he's done. And he opened some eyes again with the punt, punt coverage earlier this camp. Plus, he has, a, he has had some nice moves, enough to say, hey, let's stick a little longer with this guy. That's the, that's the thought there. But again, do you take nine or ten? That's a decision. Linebackers, I think that'll be interesting. Right now, it's kind of hard to find more than five or six that you would keep. And I think even then, I, I could see them looking for a guy after. Don't keep in mind, they went and signed Nate Gary because they wanted another guy with speed who can cover. Well, that guy's gone. Now, who is that guy? Because he's on IR. Milo Eifler is a guy that continues to work on a lot of special teams units and has been working with the twos. I think Trey Walker's a guy to watch there as well. Um, I think it would probably come down to those two for that fifth spot. But I do think they would look for someone else after the final cuts. Um, we'll see if they get that. Defensive backs, again, do you keep five or six corners? Do you keep five or six safeties? You're not keeping more than 11 total. So there's even a chance you'd only keep 10, five and five. If you only keep five corners, what do you, you have? Um, top three, St. Juice, Fuller, Jackson. Then I would put Danny Johnson on there. And I think it gets interesting. Cornell, Christian Holmes. And then a guy to watch is Dewan Neal. I think he's a guy that's bounced around. Local kid, played at Shenandoah College, XFL, USFL. Was here a few years ago, got cut pretty quick. So he's a guy that's bounced around, but I do think that they've liked what he has done. Is it enough to get on that 53? I don't know. I think he'd probably be number six um, in that in that group, but we'll see what happens there. But he's a guy to watch as well. Safety, I think that's where, again, another. Um, I think to me, you're looking at it, obviously McCain, Curl, uh, Derek Forrest, Percy Butler. The decision there is who is the third safety. Butler has spent more time in that role this week than Forrest has. And then – you know, Jeremy Reeves, one thing to tell you about Jeremy Reeves, and I, I wrote a story, I'm writing a story about Ron Rivera and where he's still at in his cancer recovery um, two years after his initial diagnosis. And one of the things he talked about was his appreciation for things, how much deeper he has, where he's the little things in life, for example. 
And along with that, he said one of the things he really appreciates most is a player like Jeremy Reese because he likes the way he prepares, likes watching him get ready for practice, those kind of things. So I think those are kind of guys that he said he really has a deeper appreciation for. And I think Reeves certainly looks more comfortable himself. I think that bodes well for him. We talked to Reeves today, and he talked about how his mother, who who had died last year, and how he feels her presence when he's on the field, and it's a kind of a, it's kind of calmed him down. It helps him relax out there. And he basically says, like she would always tell him, just focus on doing your job. Do do what you know. Just see what you need to see. Do what you need to do. And he said it's kind of uh, simplified things from back there and has allowed him to play at a different level. He believes, and so I think he would be out there. The guy to watch there then is Stephen Parker. I've talked about him before. I know he's opened their eyes, but is there going to be a spot for him on this roster? If they go with six safeties, I think there would be. If not, then I think you could be looking at a practice squad for him. He's the kind of guy that, you know, he's the kind of guy that when at the end of camp, coaches will always tell somebody, you know, someone, whether it's him or his agent or somebody like, hey, we really liked him, but we just couldn't find the numbers. That's kind of been the, the, the role he's been in in the NFL. But he's, you know, can he can he change that in Washington? I think he'll be one to watch there. So that gives you a little bit of a primer for Thursday, and just to say why this games why these games matter for certain players because they are still deciding who's going to be on this 53. Anyway, that's it for today. I'll be back on Thursday with Nikki Jabala of the Washington Post. I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>